Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 15 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. Just want to say happy holidays to everybody listening right now. Hope you all had a nice, you know, Christmas holiday week and everything. You know, this is the last show of 2018, episode 15. So, yeah, we're going to end it right. Um, the week, week 17 in the NFL is, is here. Uh, week 16 was very interesting, and a lot of my predictions were true. And the boy, the playoff picture is looking interesting. That's, that's what we're going to start off with today. We're going to get right into that. Uh, we're going to talk a lot of football today, a lot of college football as well, as well as, you know, the NFL. I want to talk about the Christmas Day basketball games. I watched, I think I watched all of them. No, 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 no. I didn't watch a Trailblazers game, but I watched I watched most of the day games and then uh, the Lakers and Warriors games. So I want to talk about that as well. Um, so, yeah, you know, we got a lot to get through. So let's get right to it. Okay, let's start off with the AFC. And uh, I was sitting here, (laughs) before I started uh, the show today, I was sitting here and I was just, you know, thinking about picking all the upsets and, you know, talking about all the ways that the whole AFC picture can be rearranged because all it takes is somebody to come in week 17 and spoil it. Uh, The Jags, the Raiders, the Jets, and all that can move everything around and send the Ravens all the way up to a first round by and home field advantage. Like that can happen, but something's telling me to relax and I'm only going to pick a one upset. And that upset will come in the form of the Raiders going to Kansas city and beating the chiefs. That's, that's the upset I'm picking this weekend. I think the Raiders are riding high after their uh, last home game. And I think they're feeling good and they want to go, they play the, uh, the chiefs tough. The first go round, I think they're going to play them tougher this time. Then, as though there's more state, not for them, but for the Chiefs. And I think they're going to play spoiler here and knock the Chiefs out of first the first round by uh you know the first seed. And I believe that the Chargers ended up winning the West after they beat the Broncos, and the playoffs will go through the Chargers. And that's just how I feel. I really do. I don't see the Jags coming in. You know, I don't see that happening. Don't see the Jets happening. Um, but that's, you know, I don't see the Broncos upsetting the, the Chargers. But I do see the Chiefs losing this weekend. That is the top team that I think is going to go down. And that'll that's it. And I, I know the Ravens are going to win this weekend. And then the Colts are going to beat the Titans. And then that'll leave us with the the Chargers and the Pats having first round buys and the wild card games for the AFC will be the, the Colts going down to Houston for a divisional matchup, uh, uh, AFC South matchup in the wild card and the Chiefs and the Ravens will play each other again. But this time it'll be in Baltimore. That's what I think will happen. The Chiefs and Ravens game was great, went to overtime in Kansas City, but I think it's time for the Chiefs to come to Baltimore, go to Baltimore. I think that's what's going to happen. We'll get a rematch of that. I'm excited for the playoffs. But like I said, there's a lot that can change. You know, I, I may not be correct, but I really think this is what's going to happen. Um, you know, I was right about everything last weekend, which is crazy. I knew I knew that the Ravens would go out to L.A. and beat them. I knew that was going to happen. I knew the Eagles were going to up to set the, uh, the Texans. And I knew the, St- the Steelers were going to go down there and lose to the Saints. And also, as far as the Steelers go, they are not a playoff team this year. I hope that the Ravens handle their business against the Browns. I really do. I, I mean, it's going to be a good game, but I hope they finish. I hope they handle their business and win the North because I would hate to see the Steelers sneak in the playoffs when they do not deserve it. The Steelers have not played well all season. They had 
a stretch of games where they were good, and then they lost, what was that, four or five straight. <laughs> Still, is not a playoff team, but I do believe it'll finish just this way. I'm excited for the games this weekend. It's going to be a lot of football. I like how the NFL has everybody playing their div- a division game this weekend. So there's a lot on the line, and there's a lot that can happen with the seeding, but that's how I think it'll finish up right there with the Chargers at the one, Pats at the two, Texans at the three, Ravens at the four, Chiefs at the five, and the Indianapolis Colts get back in the playoffs at the sixth seed. Yes, indeed. Let's wrap up the playoff talk with the NFC side of the spectrum. Uh, I I think that, you know, as far as seeding goes, you know, this, the Saints have the one locked up, but the two is still up for grabs. But I believe that the, the Rams will finish this weekend. I don't see them losing to the 49ers at home, and they'll keep the two. But I think everything will stay the same with the exception of the Philadelphia Eagles. I told you guys last week that they would beat the Texans, and they did. And I truly believe that the uh, Chicago Bears, knowing that they are playing for a 2C, a possible 2C, because if the Rams lose and the Bears win, they then they will move up to the 2C and have first-round bye. I do believe that the Rams will play all their starters, Nagy won't sit anybody, and they'll play. Uh, but I don't see that happening as far as them getting the 2C, but it's completely possible. But for me, I don't see it happening. Um. So I do think that the Vikings will lose. And once again, I don't believe the Vikings deserve to go to the playoffs. They, they're not that good. Uh, they're not that good. They're just not that good to me. For I don't see them going far in the playoffs. Not with Kirk Cousins. I don't see it. I have more faith in Nick Foles. He's been here before. <laughs> Literally been here before. And uh, I think that I truly believe that the Redskins will lose to the Eagles this weekend. Eagles will end up finishing 9-7 and and sneaking in at the sixth seed. It's all about getting hot at the right time. I believe that the Eagles are playing good football right now, and they'll be playing good enough to get in the playoffs. So, with that being said, the NFC will wrap up with the Saints and the Rams with the first two seeds, and then the Eagles will go to Chicago and the Seattle Seahawks will go to Dallas for the wild card weekend. That's how I see it. I, I'm really I'm really hoping that the Eagles get in. I believe they deserve it more than the uh, Vikings, and that six seed is up for grabs. And uh, once again, but not, hey, who knows about the 49ers Rams game, but I, I don't see them losing. But if they do, then shoot, the Bears will move up to the 2C, man. That would be nuts. But I don't know. We'll see. But I definitely see the Eagles getting in. That's that's my big thing for this weekend. The Eagles are going to the playoffs. Once again, the Eagles are going to the playoffs. I hope everybody hears me. The Eagles are going to the playoffs. Nick Foles got this. Um, so, yeah, that's how I see it. So the Saints have finished with the one. Rams at the two. Chicago at the three. Dallas at the four. Seattle at the five. And Nick Foles and the Philadelphia World Champions will finish with the sixth seed. That's how I see it for the NFC playoff picture. Okay, I want to talk about two of the most, you know, interesting things that I saw from week 16. First, I want to talk about Aaron Rodgers and Sam Darnold and that Jets and Packers game. That was a great game, by the way. Big 15-point deficit for Green Bay heading into the fourth and, you know, 
Rodgers did what Rodgers does, which is great because we really haven't seen that from him or the Packers this year, that fight. Um, Rodgers had a great game, and that's, you know, understatement. Rodgers had an amazing game, two touchdowns with his legs, two with his arm, 442 passing, and it was just fun to watch, man. You know, it was fun to watch him enjoying himself and, um, you know, he was smiling a lot, making a lot of great plays, making a lot of great throws as we haven't been seeing him making like that this year. Um, it was good to see him go and fight for his teammates. Of course, he got in the mix uh, when there was a problem. That was nice. Uh, I enjoyed that. And, you know, I just like I just watched the fight. You know, I just like watching the fight. And Rodgers, man, he put up some great numbers. He made some great throws, and he, he used his legs. He wasn't scared. And like you said, you know, when you, when you play these meaningless games, you know, like this, it just shows that, you know, you show you guys, you got something to build off of. And when you look back on it, like you said, years from now, you know that I was, that he was there and, you know, you never lose faith in your team. And I don't understand. I didn't understand why everybody was so upset that Rogers was playing. I saw a lot of fans talking about the draft. Who cares about that? Who cares that you're a couple spots back in the draft? To be honest, what as a Packers fan, you have to ask yourself, Packers fans, you have to ask yourself, what has a Packers draft, you know, really done for the organization in the past, what, two, three years? A, a solid draft? Mm-hmm. Nothing big, nothing major. Like, I don't understand why everybody was so upset about that. And then they were talking about Rodgers getting hurt. Okay. Talking about Rodgers getting hurt, right? I don't understand why they wanted him to sit, but they praised Brett Favre's, you know, his Iron Man record. Man, let the boy play. Let him play. He's going to play. He's going to finish the season and show us what we can look forward to next year. Um, great game from Donald. Also, he's going to be around for a long time. The Jets played well. It was a great game. I enjoyed it. And um, I just think that it's good to see Rodgers playing and enjoying himself. And that was great to see the Packers get their first road win of the season. My goodness. Another thing I want to talk about came from the Saints and the Steelers game. This is a big topic. Uh, I want to talk about how Tomlin went for it on fourth and five. Steelers were up by four. And it was, what, it was a four and some change left. Okay, cool. They're almost at midfield. It's fourth and five. I understand you want to keep the ball away from Drew Brees with that much time left. And you want to keep the momentum. Cool, I get that. But a fake punt? Not the way to do that. If you're gonna go for it on fourth and five, put your offense on the, on, on on the field. Put your offense on the field. I don't understand that. That was just that was my thing with it. I didn't really care about him going for it. I thought it was a uh, it was necessary. I thought it made sense. I thought it made sense in the sense that if you get it, you keep you keep the ball away. You keep eating the clock. You keep eating the clock, and you can finish with a four point lead, and win the game by four. You know, if your offense keeps getting first down. I understand the call. I do understand the call. But then the flip side of that is your defense was not playing that bad. Trust your defense. Punt the ball, trust your defense. I think that's where a lot of people's problems came. Instead, you get them the ball right in midfield, and you saw how the game ended. Um, So that was interesting to me. That really did make me think. Um, I really don't – I don't think – we should be crucifying him for that call, even though the game, would, you could say it was over right there. 
cost of the game, maybe, but you can you can talk about the flags, the penalties against them, Juju fumbling. It's a lot, a lot of ifs, what ifs, coulda, woulda, should. Hey man, they lost. Symbols that I don't think they should be crucifying time of trying to trying to win a ball game and clutch time. I just think he went about it the wrong way. If I was to go for it on fourth or five, because you know I play a lot of Madden and I don't like punting the ball either. But I would have definitely just had my offense on the field. I think I would have trusted them more than having that. But then what was hilarious was they really thought they got the first down. I was like, are they, are they serious? No way they think they got the first down. But they thought they got the first down. Um, that was clearly not right at all. They did not have enough yards. And then, you know, we turned it over on downs. But, yeah, you know, week 16 was interesting. And I'm sad that football was leaving us very soon. But we got the playoffs to look forward to, man. I, you know, you know, you've been listening to this, you know, just 15 episodes of this, man. On every episode. Even in the beginning, I was talking about how football, how fast football season go. And here we are, week seventeen now. I'm, t- I'm a lie, man. I'm, I'm very upset about this. I am, but we got the playoffs to look forward to. So I guess you know, it's not that bad. Okay, I want to talk about the MVP race because I don't think I've talked about that on the show. Maybe, maybe in the middle of the season, I might have. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm sure I have. But as far as quarterbacks go, I think we've pretty much narrowed it down to Drew Brees and Mahomes. I'm, I don't think I'm often saying that. Um, I don't know. Mahomes is having a crazy year, of course. We know that. 5,100 yards, 48 touchdowns, 11 um, picks. That's nuts. That is crazy right there. That's literally Madden numbers. I could go play Madden right now and have those numbers. Six touchdowns, four touchdowns, six touchdowns. Like, I could go play that right now. That is video game numbers, all right? Video game numbers. But he's turned the ball over a lot. Breeze, three, nine, nine, two. <laughs> 32 touchdowns, five picks. QBR, one, 115.7. Hey, man, listen. Listen, it's going to be tight. It's a close race. But I think if we're talking about most valuable, right, if we, if we want to break down, I do this with LeBron. I use this, you know, this uh, this type of uh, theory with LeBron, if you want to call it that. When you take the player away, are they still successful? Is the team still successful, right? Or if they don't perform up to par, do you win games? You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. That's because Mahomes has had games where he's played crazy, and the, and the team, you know, they they can still lose. And he's had games where he's thrown more than one interception. Breeze has been taking care of the ball this year. He only has five picks. And um, I think Drew Breeze is the MVP. I think he deserves it. I think we should give it to Breeze. I don't see why not. Mahomes is having a great year. Yeah, offensive player of the year. Give him offensive player of the year. That's what he can get. But most valuable, excuse me, most, most valuable, Drew Breeze. Because... Once again, I'm not I'm not sold on the Chiefs. I'm not sold on. Listen, Mahomes is a witch. He's a wizard. I've seen him make plays with the ball. That is crazy. Yes, he's a wizard. I've not taken anything away from the talent. Mahomes, I need to see him win a playoff game. That's what I need to see first. I need to see him win a playoff first, a playoff game first before I can, you know, hop on the Mahomes train. That's why I'm saying. You take Mahomes away. Put Mahomes, you know, you get Alex Smith. Alex Smith still got the Chiefs to the playoffs. 
I'm sure Alex Smith could have gotten the the Chiefs to the playoffs this year throwing 30 touchdowns. I'm sure that would have happened. We've seen that happen. Um, That's why I I can't say that Mahomes is the most valuable player. You know, Aaron Donald, as far if we're not talking quarterbacks, Aaron Donald, he's valuable, most MVP worthy. Maybe girly, but you know, but most valuable is your breeze. The Saints aren't winning. They're not doing number one seed with, without Breeze. That's how I think. Not without Breeze. They're not number one without Breeze. You're not about to tell me that Taysom Hill was going to take the uh the Saints number one 14 to two. That's not going to happen. Drew Breeze is the MVP. 32 and five. Great numbers, man. Great numbers for uh, you know for Breeze, man. Great numbers for Breeze. I think Breeze is the MVP. And you know, we'll see how the season finishes out. But yeah, it, it's been a great season for Mahomes and Breeze. I've enjoyed watching the both. Um, you know, outside of other quarterbacks. Because we haven't seen much elite numbers from quarterbacks this year. Quarterback numbers have been down. You know, Brady, Rogers, uh, Wentz hasn't had, you know, but oh, hold on. We want to talk about MVP. Hold on, no. Don't forget the dark horse. There is a dark horse, and his name is Andrew Luck, okay? Listen, man, Andrew Luck's had a great year, especially coming off of, you know, what he's been through. Listen, Andrew Luck has had a great year. He could be the dark horse. Could you imagine Andrew Luck still an MVP? I don't see what 36 and 14. Listen, that's not too far off from old my homeboy. That's uh, my homeboy. That's uh, Shannon. Uncle Shea call him. Listen, man. If, if if Mahomes is the MVP candidate, so is Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck is still it. If they especially if they go make it to the playoffs. Andrew Luck is still an MVP. And I wouldn't be upset about that. I would be very happy. So I'll say this. It's between Mahomes, Breeze, and uh my guy Luck. Uh Rivers lost that. Rivers is out of that, man. Especially after the way he lost to the Ravens. He didn't perform well at all. So he's out of that race for me. I think it's down to now that I think it's Luck, Mahomes, or Breeze. That's who's going to win MVP. You know they're not, they're not not going to give it to a quarterback. That's a quarterback's award. Um, yeah, that's a quarterback's award. But uh, now I'm riding with Luck. Give Luck the MVP. Hashtag Luck for MVP. <laughs> man, that's how I feel, man. But the MVP race is going to be interesting. You know, we'll be excited to see who wins it. But I think they're going to give it to Breeze. Yeah, they'll they'll probably give it to Breeze, but my my vote goes to Luck. If I had a vote, I'm voting Andrew Luck. Facts. Okay, so NBA Christmas was good this year. I enjoyed the Rockets and the uh, OKC game. The Sixers and the uh, Celtics went overtime. That was a great game. Then I watched the Lakers and the Warriors, which was a good game too. Uh, Harden did his thing. That's all. Harden did his thing. Kyrie did his thing. Zubak did his thing. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. A uh, few takeaways from yesterday. The Rockets are clearly better than the uh, the Thunder. I, I just don't think that if it comes down to a playoff series, I don't see the Rockets losing to OKC in a seven-game series. I just don't see that happening. Um. Kyrie is Kyrie. Kyrie dropped 40 yesterday. Clutch, killer, untucked, just get out of here, Sixers. And, you know, this is the Sixers team that blew out 
the uh, Celtics on opening night without Jimmy Butler, and this the Jimmy Butler six that came to Boston and lost yesterday. Great game from them, him as well, and you know he to good defense, better offense from Kyrie on a lot of those shots. And then I want to talk about the, the Lakers and the Warriors. Listen, <clears throat> you know LeBron goes down with the groin, and then it just seemed like the the Warriors had a little more heart and a little more pep in their step. You know, like they were standing with their chest a little more. Uh, I just thought that was funny. And then they still lost by 26 points to uh, Draymond is a scrub. Simple as that. Uh, the Warriors are, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I really think that if the Lakers trade for AD, it's going to be a problem for them. I really do. Because they lost to a team without LeBron yesterday by 26 points. Because, you know, LeBron missed a lot of time after the, uh, the injury. And they still were unable to beat the uh, the Lakers. So the Lakers team is not as bad as people make them seem to be. Uh, they got the 20th win yesterday. I saw a tweet about how fast, compared to years previous, how fast it took them to get to 21. So that was good for the franchise yesterday. Um, excuse me. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, it was, it was a good good games. But uh, I don't know. I just think that LeBron and this Lakers team, they have a lot in front of them. I think they're a good team. And I do believe that one more star can do it for them. And I think that would be AD. Um, won't rule out Snake Durant going to L.A., even though, you know, we watched an interview with LeBron and, you know, how he he said. And, and first of all, I don't care what KD told LeBron on the phone. If he said, you know, the media made it seem. Nah, you said that. You definitely said that. Call it that environment around LeBron toxic. Mm-mm. Listen, man, look, that's crazy. Brian's got, you know, Brian, you just got, you know, you got to watch out, man. Everybody ain't your mans. Everybody is not your mans. You feel me? You know, everybody is not your man, bro. That, that's just facts, you know? A lot of these people think they can still come for your head. They can't. We know Brian the King. We know Brian the King. Snake, Snake D ain't, Snake Duran ain't doing no more, bro. But, um... Yeah, I think AD is the missing piece for the for the Lakers. Definitely is. But they played well on Christmas. That was great. But uh, my, my biggest thing from Christmas was Kyrie. I enjoyed that. I need a Kyrie jersey. I needed one before that, but now I really need a Kyrie jersey for sure. But, you know, NBA Christmas was fun. And, uh, you know, a lot of people was talking about we, – we do this every year. Every Thanksgiving and Christmas, they talk about NBA Christmas and NFL football. Listen, man, if NFL the NFL would just break the tradition, Dang, see, I forgot the Knicks played too yesterday. There's a lot going on. But uh yeah, if, if they could break the tradition and stop making us watch the Knicks on Christmas and the Lions on Thanksgiving, I'm pretty sure that the NFL, you know, listen man, let me let me make the the the, uh, the Thanksgiving schedule. I'm pretty sure it'll be a fire schedule. Let me tell you how my NFL, my 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 um my dream NFL Thanksgiving would go since we want to compare and, and contrast. I think that uh, here's what I would have on the Thanksgiving day: twelve o'clock game. Let's let's start it off with uh hmm. Uh, hold on, okay, just off the top of the head, relax. Twelve o'clock. Let's go Baltimore and Pittsburgh. How about that? Let's start it off. No, excuse me. No, no, no. Bump that. Bump that. Let's go Baltimore and Cleveland. At 12 o'clock, right? Let's do that. Four o'clock game. All right. Might as well keep it in the division. Might as well might as well do another divisional matchup. 
Okay. Keep it like that. Um, let's go. Chargers, Chiefs, okay, for your four o'clock. And then your 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 Thursday night game. Let's let's get let's get Rodgers and Brady one more time, you know? How about that? I think that would be my my dream Thanksgiving day for some football. But that's not what I'm talking about right now. I'm sorry, NBA. We're talking about NBA Christmas. Um <laughs> I enjoyed all the games, man. Simple as that. Uh so yeah, it was, it was a good day. I enjoyed the uh Harden did his thing once again. I don't think the uh OKC will beat them in a seven game series. So yeah, that was that was NBA Christmas, man. It was good. It was good. Okay, let's talk college football. Uh to be honest with you, the only bowl games that I care about this weekend. Uh the Cotton Bowl and the Orange Bowl. Really could care less about any of these bowl games. I'm sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, that's just how I feel about the playoffs. You know, I feel like other teams are really literally playing for nothing. That's how I feel about college football playoffs. It, it, it needs to be expanded. I really believe that it needs to be expanded to eight teams. That's what I think. I think it needs to be expanded to eight teams. That's just, I think that's fair and just makes more sense to have eight teams in the playoffs. I've said that on the show before. So the Cotton Bowl and the Orange Bowl uh, Notre Dame and Clemson play Saturday at 4, and Oklahoma and Alabama play Saturday night, 8 p.m., the main event, for a trip to the national championship game. This this is going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting. And you know me. I love an underdog. I love an upset. And that's how I'm going. I'm picking two upsets this weekend. Notre Dame's going to beat Clemson. Oklahoma's going to upset Alabama and shock the world. Notre Dame has a good defense. Uh, they, they have a solid offense. They're the uh, only team to, well, excuse me, the one of two teams to beat Michigan this year. <laughs> but uh, Notre Dame's pretty, pretty good. They've been playing good football all year. And I just think Oklahoma's going to be Alabama. Simple as that. It's going to be a good game. Of course, but I just don't think Alabama is going back to the championship this year. Not, not if Oklahoma has anything to say about it. Um, I'm excited about the games this weekend. Uh, and, of course, I care about the Peach Bowl, uh, Florida and Michigan, uh, which Michigan will probably win, go blue. But, um, yeah, man, I, I, I just the thing is the only reason that I really can't get too excited about these bowl games is because it, it they're not playing for much, you know? Um you got you got your four teams in the playoffs. We're excited about that Saturday, but you got all these bowl games going on, and it feels like nothing. When we got the NFL Week 17 coming down to you know tight races for playoffs, and every you know college is just like you know. But I'm sure the games will be entertaining. Like Saturday, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch the Michigan game Saturday because you know go blue once again. But Saturday afternoon and Saturday night is what we all came to see. And I'm excited, but definitely got Notre Dame winning, and I got Oklahoma winning. That's gonna be the natty. I got, I got. That's gonna be the natty for me. Notre Dame, Oklahoma is my natty, and you know, you can disagree with me if you want. You know, I, I'm tired of hearing about Alabama. I really am. I understand the program's crazy. I know Nick Saban and the boys don't play, but they won't be playing in the natty this year. Huh. <laughs> yeah, man, I got Oklahoma beating Alabama, and once again, Notre Dame beating Clemson. In the college football playoff games.
Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I have for you for this week's episode of Electrified. <clears throat> so, this is the last episode of the year. Uh, thank you all for listening through these 15 episodes, you know, if you have been or wherever you picked up or you know what I mean. Uh, thank you for allowing my 2018 to be more successful than my 2017. I'm so excited that I was able to get this podcast started, man. You know, on the first episode... I told you how excited I was to start, and I'm just glad that it's growing. Uh, 15 episodes, and that's nothing, but it's 15 episodes that I didn't have before when I started this back in uh, September. So thank you all for that. I got nothing but big things planned for 2019 as well. Just trying to make the show better and expand, of course. And uh, that's it, man. That's all I want to do for you guys. I just want to be better uh, than I was this year. So... What I plan on having is just a completely different show for you guys. That's really what it, that's really what I want. I'm thinking out loud right now. Uh, so whether those changes come in January, February, or March, or when it gets warm, it doesn't matter. It's going to happen. I promise that. Electrify will be one of the biggest shows, whether it be regional, local. You know what I mean, man. Listen, I'm trying to get in my bag. Facts. I want my show to be great. I want the content to be great. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to expand. So 2019, and got nothing but big things planned, all right? Uh, so this is it for 2018. Happy New Year to you guys. Hope you all have a very successful 2019. I hope you all finish 2018 strong. We only got a couple days left. But uh, yeah, man, and thank you. Once again, thank you for listening. With that being said, I'm Eric Lyons. And for the last time in 2018, you have just been electrified.